0: kxno des moines the psa's you hear on miller and condon and iHeartMedia des moines are presented in part by nick mick we take care of our own now here's miller and condon live from the DraftKings sportsbook at wild rose studios this is 1460 kxno it's 24-hour sports morning noon and night here on 1460 kxno Welcome back, 11 o'clock hour, Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Let's do a little NFL. Nick Athen on the Chiefs momentarily, and then Dave Sinekin, theheadcheese.com. Green Bay, Dallas, maybe the game of the week. Sunday night football's in Kansas City. So are the Colts. Nick Athen's with us to talk about it. Hello, Nick Athen. How are you?
1: I'm wonderful, guys. How are you?
0: Doing okay. Let's get uh, a roster update if you <laughs> if you have one for us. Tyreek Hill, will he or won't he? And then Claiborne, who certainly that secondary can use. Uh, the status on uh, on Mo Claiborne as he comes back. Hill and Claiborne, will they play? Uh,
1: Claiborne, I think he's got a chance to play. You know, I think the fact they activated him, put him on the roster, uh, they jettisoned Jeff Allen again. He'll probably be back in a week. But, uh, you know, I think that they're so desperate at the position right now to get more to the bench or light a fire under Ward, one of the two, uh, to play better. And I think with Claiborne, the fact that he played, you know, in college with Matthew is going to help that chemistry a little bit back there. And really for the Chiefs defensively in the secondary, they just have to turn their hips and turn their body and start chasing the football. If they do that, they probably would have had four or five interceptions so far this year as a unit on top of what they've done already. So, Um, I think he plays. I don't think he's going to start. I think he's just going to be spot assignment and get his legs underneath him. As far as Tyreek Hill goes, I mean, you know, I was told he wanted to play last week, and I I think the Chiefs will be cautionary. I think they're going to keep him out this week and then uh, get him ready for Houston or, you know, the short week against Denver uh, would be my guess.
2: Nick, uh, as you look at this team on the other side Sunday night, it'll be... Can I interrupt? Is is Kansas City-Denver
0: a Thursday night game?
2: Yeah, it is. Oh, God. Yep. (laughs) Not looking to forward to that one, huh? No, not at all. Justin Houston on the other side making a return back to Kansas City. Certainly going to be some fun storylines there, I'm sure, and and a great run that he had in KC. Sure did.
1: Yeah, he certainly did. I mean, he was, you know, before his knee injury, you know, I thought he was was playing at a level that, you know, put him in the Derek Thomas conversation. And then after that knee injury, Mm -hmm. he's really never been the same player. Um, you know, and I think you know it's a testament to him that he stayed on it. Of course, he he got a whole bunch of coin or a bunch of iron, as my grandfather used to say, to to sign with the Chiefs a few years ago. So I think it. I think you know he's still a good player. He's not an elite player anymore, but he can certainly create havoc. It'll be fun because he and Patrick Mahomes are pretty close friends still. And so I think that's going to be a, a fun matchup to to watch. But uh, you know, Patrick certainly has to know where he is on the field. He's really been a solid uh, solid player for the Colts so far. And, uh, you know, I, I think the fans will treat him well, too. So it, it's going to be, for me, I think it's going to be kind of fun to watch.
0: You know, who's had a good year, Nick, on the defensive side of the ball? Former Hawkeye Anthony Hitchens. You know, and I watched mm-hmm. the Chiefs and I tune in. Hitchens, he seems to make a ton of plays. I think he's off to a really good start. They have to be pleased with him.
1: <clears throat> yeah, considering last year. But again, everybody was bad under Bob Sutton. It, 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 people are. Still questioning, you know, Steve Spagnola and you know how this defense is gonna be. But let's let's judge it, you know, week eight, week nine, week ten, or let's judge him when they go to the, the the Patriots in December and see how good they are. But but I think he's Hitchens has done a really good job. You know, he's playing more of an attack position, you know, he mm-hmm. shoots the gaps, he can make plays, you know, for him to sit back and cover, just not his strong suit though. He had a terrific coverage uh on a play there last week and it was a big it was a big play. And I think he can certainly do that. And they lined him on the outside, which was uh, something I hadn't seen him do before. But, you know, he's an upfield uh, aggressive defender, and he's not a sit-back-and-wait. He's not a read-and-react. He's just going to react first. Sometimes he hits, sometimes he misses. But for the most part, um, I think by far, you know, he has been the the team's um, most uh, consistent linebacker, that's for sure.
2: Nick, uh, as you look at the matchup Sunday night, it's not the same Colts team without Andrew Luck, though, They've been better than many people anticipated coming into the year. What concerns you most when you look at Indianapolis?
1: Well, I think it's kind of the unknown. I think this is a desperate game for the Colts. Um, you know, they got spanked by the Raiders at home last weekend, which was an embarrassing loss. You know, even though that this division that they're in is, is you know, tipsy turvy and who knows, you know, how it's all gonna shake out. There's a lot of question marks with every team in the division. Nine and seven might just get it done. So for them to get to the postseason, you know, they need a solid AFC win, and and what better time than National TV to come out and just throw everything in the kitchen sink at the Chiefs' defense. I mean, they've got so many injuries, though. I mean, that's the question. I mean, Tyree, you know, uh, Hilton may not play. Uh, The running back may not play. You know, they've got some other receiver issues. I mean, they're working out a former practice squad player for the Chiefs today. So um, I think they're kind of in a situation, if they were healthy, even if Luck's on the other side of the field, I still think it would have been a stretch for them to win this football game. But um, if the Chiefs play sloppy like they did against the Lions, and if the Colts play a similar style defense with Hill not on the field, you know, then they're going to they're gonna have to make some of those plays that they missed out in Detroit uh, to be successful. Um, I think the Chiefs will win this game. Uh, I don't consider this as going to be one of those 40-10 to 10 games, uh, but I do think that the Colts will be in there for a little bit, but ultimately... I think for Kansas City, it's just let's let's forget what happened last week, let's focus. I mean, this team has an issue focusing in the first quarter. It's happened regularly now, except for the Jacksonville game, and that's something that I think Andy Reid has to correct offensively.
0: ChiefsInsider.com is where you can follow Nick at Chiefs Insider. Nick, we'll talk to you in advance of that Houston game next week. Thank you, Nick Athan. All right.
1: Sounds good. Thanks for having yep, me Good
0: on. to talk to you. Uh, from the Chiefs to the Packers as we roll on here, the, the five-star game of the weekend is Green Bay at Dallas, one of only two late games uh, uh, in the afternoon slate in the NFL. Dave Sinekin, theheadcheese.com is where you can read Dave, theheadcheese.com. Dave, Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on as always. Boy, Dave, I don't know about you, but going back to last Thursday night, uh, Packers get that 10 nothing lead yeah, you're three and one. You on, uh, on paper that looks really good. I mean, a lot of teams would love to be three and one. But did that one feel kind of like uh, man? You could put that one in the win column.
3: Yeah, for sure, guys. Um, it, up ten nothing early, and it just felt like, all right, here we go. Uh, I'm going to control this game. I give Doug Peterson a lot of credit for the the game plan he had offensively. He threw a lot of uh, looks the Packers hadn't seen and really confused the defense and. And frankly, had that defense kind of on its back feet, just didn't seem like they were ready for that running attack that the the Eagles threw at the pack. I think it was a kind of a gut check for the defense, and uh, they've had 10 days to kind of think about it, hear about how they struggle against the run, but Mm -hmm. that was a game where uh, at home, in prime time, when you get a big first quarter lead, you feel like you're going to win that game. And obviously, there were some um, strange plays late in the game, if you will, and The Packers are right there with a chance to maybe pull it out. But, uh, yeah, that was a a game that left a bad taste, I think, in a lot of Packer fans' mouth.
2: What's been done this week to work on that run defense? What have you heard inside of practice? Kenny Clark in the middle of things. He's uh, going to have to work through those double teams and probably going to see a lot of Zeke coming his way.
3: Yeah, obviously the Cowboys' game plan has to be to run the football. They may be without both starting tackles this week. And uh, we'll see when the injury report comes out later today. We know Tyron Smith is out. Lyle mm-hmm. Collins hasn't practiced yet either. So if their tackles are out, they're obviously going to try to rely on the. I think the biggest uh, help, and again, we'll wait for the injury report, but defensive lineman, Montrevious Adams, has missed the last two games. Remember, the third-year guy out of Auburn was Mike Pettin's pick as the most improved player on the defense during training camp, and he is a, a big guy next to Kenny Clark. It does alleviate the double teams that the teams try to do. Now, I don't know how much double-teaming the Cowboys can do. Travis Frederick has struggled back from an injury this year, and Zach Martin, the all-pro guard, has been limited uh, with an injury as well. So they're really banged up on their offensive line, and I think the Packers do have an opportunity here to uh, kind of strut their stuff a little bit defensively. If Adams is back, I think you'll see a lot more of B.J. Goodson, the former Giant, who was brought in as a run-stopping linebacker a couple weeks back to go next to Blake Martinez. Green Bay just needs some more bulk in the middle, and um, I don't think they were as bad against the run as they looked uh, on Sunday, but it has been an issue for the last couple of weeks. Obviously, Dalvin Cook sprung a really long run against Green Bay that kind of fudged those numbers a bit. That was a play when Kenny Clark happened to be on the sidelines, catching his breath. So, I don't don't think they're as horrible against the run as as they appeared. I, I think Billy's game plan uh, and the way they disguised things was really effective, but I'll be watching very closely to see if Adams is back on that defensive line. That will make things I think, potentially a lot easier against Zeke and the Cowboys.
0: Speaking of Adams, what about the other Adams on the other side of the football? Devontae Adams. I'm pretty sure, Dave, I saw the injury report, the practice report. He didn't practice Wednesday, maybe limited yesterday. If that's the case, it sounds like that's a great big old question mark uh, for the team's uh, best receiver.
3: Yeah, he didn't practice Thursday at all, so we're going to wait to see if he is able to go at all today. My hunch is they do rest him this week. They get an extra day. They play next Monday night against the Lions. Uh, my hunch is he sits this one out. Obviously, he's the Packers' top playmaker, and there's a whole lot of question marks after Devontae Adams. You're going to need uh, both Geronimo Allison, Marquez Valdez-Scatling to step into bigger roles. Jake uh who's a fan favorite, um, undrafted kid who has looked really good in the summer and hasn't been able to stay healthy. He's finally been a full participant in practice this week for the first time. Might be his first chance to get some extended run and, and the youngsters Lazard and Darius Shepard both got some play on last Thursday night. So it's going to be a sort of a help by the committee. I don't think Jimmy Graham can be relied on to be a, a big factor in the offense. Though so he caught six balls last Thursday, he also dropped a couple key ones. This offense is not the same, obviously, without Devontae Adams. I think Green Bay is going to try to run the ball. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about how they abandoned the run against the Eagles. You can run against this Dallas defense. You know, it's funny, we always talk about you need five or six weeks to really know what a team is. And after the first three games, everyone was anointing the Cowboys as the class of the NFC. And then you look at, oh, well, they beat the Giants, the Redskins, and the Dolphins. They faced Eli, Case, and Josh. You know, that defense wasn't really, really uh, forced to face much. And even New Orleans without Drew Brees is not really New Orleans. So uh, they're going to face a quarterback for the first time this weekend. And I'm really anxious to see how that defense On the Dallas side response, Demarcus Lawrence is at 100% with a heel injury. They don't intercept passes. They're not going to on Sunday. So a very interesting matchup with two teams that are banged up, and I I really don't have a strong feel until I know who's actually going to play.
0: And we'll read that, uh, how you forecast the game at theheadcheese.com. Theheadcheese.com is where you can read Dave Sinekin. Dave, we'll talk to you next Monday in advance of MNF. Thank you, Dave.
3: Sounds good, guys. Have a good weekend.
0: Yeah, you do the same. Dave Sinekin, headcheese.com. I, I, Trent, I can't wait for that game. going to be great. Oh, it's got
2: a chance, doesn't it? That's number one on your weekend list? Yes,
0: yes. And this is the, this is one of the good times that it helps to have a team that sucks because they're yeah. in the same window. And eh, this is the, the five-star by a mile. And two marquee brands, right? Right, yes. Packers, Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, they had played that... Um, That one game in 1967 that was pretty famous, going all the way back to there, the Ice Bowl. Uh, Millery Condon, continue on. We'll take a break. Bama, Bob, Trent, and I around. College football next, as we continue on Des Moines Sports Station 1460. KXNO. KXNO in your pocket with iHeartRadio on your smartphone. This is Des Moines Sports Station 1460 KXNO. Hi, welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, fourteen sixty KXNO. The contest closes. I've been informed at ten fifty nine tomorrow morning, Michigan. Iowa that's the game if you want to win tickets to see Iowa play Penn State under the lights at Kinnick Stadium next Saturday kxno.com click on the podcast link find the Michigan Iowa the Michigan Iowa game it's real simple once you get there uh it's total points in tomorrow's game closest without going over if you are the only the single person that does it um you're going to get tickets to see Penn State, Iowa. If there's a couple of you, we'll go to the tiebreaker, which is total passing yards by the Hawks again. Closest without going over. We've got a lot of ground to cover. Let's get right into it. Bama Bob back off the IL, uh, and he joins the program. Bama Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming back. How you
4: feeling? All Oh, right? I'm um probably making it back to the land of the living guys appreciate
0: it i wouldn't kick the you know what out of you bama that was holy um, i'm not gonna lie ken
4: i don't know what it was but i don't
0: want it again no i don't want you to have again especially during football season because our program's better when you're on it we appreciate it let's get into it um you know let's start with tonight bama i don't know if um if baseball's got your attention i know a lot of people are going to be tuning in and why wouldn't they it's the hunt for october but there's a decent game at seven o'clock on uh on one of the ESPNs. An AAC tilt, Central Florida and Cincinnati with a whole lot to play for. The division is
4: on the line. That's not a bad game, Bama. No, it's really not. Um I am into the baseball a little bit, but more of the Brave side, so the Braves probably over by then. They'll are they'll be down O two by the time the kicks. So uh, I mean, you know, come on. After last night Yeah, that was you, bad. I mean you have them all over you know. Cardinals try to give you the game, and you won't take it from them. What do you expect? So, um, but yeah, this is a good one. You know, UCF is still "quote unquote" that team. Uh, mm-hmm. They're the, the king. Forget nationally; they're the king of this conference for sure. Um, Cincinnati kind of got a chip on their shoulder. I think they play in, play with an edge. They beat UCLA earlier in the year. We all know what UCF has done. They want you know wins home to Stanford, lose at Pitt. Last time they went on the road, it wasn't pretty. Not, an e- not the easiest place in the world to go get a game, you know, Mopper Stadium. So uh, this could be tough. I mean, UCF favored by three and a half. I think that might factor into the mentality of a Cincinnati player. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? You know, you're a home favorite, mm-hmm. or, or you're a road dog in our stadium. So I agree with you. I think it has a chance to be a good game. I think it can be – I think it has a really good chance to get chippy. Uh, which we all love, and I, so yeah i I think you're right, big game in the conference, uh, you know, a lot still on the line. forget you know oh. the the playoff is dead, sure, There's no question, but you know the the group of six or group of five or whatever it is, New Year's Day ball is still right there for maybe for both these teams, especially if. You know, Cincinnati pulls off the upset.
0: Indeed. Temple's off to a good start.
2: So is uh, SMU. I think Memphis is unbeaten. Mm-hmm. That's a sneaky conference. Trent, do you have an opinion on that game? Like Cincinnati tonight, Uh huh. maybe it has something to do with that beautiful field paint that they put out there. Uh-huh. It's going to be dark inside a Nippert Stadium. I like Cincinnati. I'm on the Bearcats tonight. And a little taste of that money line nice. along
0: with it. Uh, Trent, we'll start with you. Auburn's going to uh, head to Florida for the first time. For the first time since 2007, they're going to be in Gainesville. Think about that. 2007. Yeah, the first time they're going to play. It really is schedule wise since
2: 2011. Uh, This got chance to be good, Trent. How do Mm -hmm. you see it? I do, and I've been kind of back and forth all week. This is one where started when I first saw that number. Number I was all about Auburn, and then I digged a little deeper and did a little bit more after the Frank's injury and what the Florida can be offensively. Now, I think I'm back the other way. I'd like the Gators in this spot. Speaking of uh, what well, we talked about, field. Uniforms. Florida's going to be throwing throwbacks this week, back to the Spurrier days. Blue tops, white helmets, they are beauties mm. uh, on top of it here. It's a big game. It's that matchup that we haven't seen in a long time. It feels like a lot of people are on Auburn. I'm coming back the other way. I think I do like Florida to just edge Auburn this week. You got a great defense. They're both mm-hmm. unbeaten, Bama.
0: Bo Nix against that Florida defense, is he ready for that? This is going to be a good game, Bama.
4: Yeah, it's going to be a really good game. You know, the last time they were there, like you said, 2007, I believe, uh, they beat. It is, yep. Uh, the T, the Tebow Gators, uh, on a last second field goal. That's the one you, I don't know if you've seen the highlight oh, this course. week. The, the kicker finishes, the, you know, they, they went in with a last second field goal and the kicker's running down the field doing the Gator chomp. <laughs> um, you know, you mentioned Bo Nix, his dad Patrick, uh, went in, I don't know, 24, 25 years ago, whenever it was when he was the quarterback, beat number one Florida. Um, so there's just so much history in this game. CBS will play it up all you want in the pregame tomorrow. I, I'm going the other way. I, I'm 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 still on Auburn. I haven't seen the line, the latest line. Uh, I assume it's Auburn by about maybe two, three, something like that. Two and a half. Um, two and a two half. and a half. Yeah. So I, I would I would take Auburn. I don't know if I'd take the points. I'm taking them. I would certainly take them to win. I think. And and the reason being. Florida's running game has really, really struggled this year, and they really haven't played murderer's row when you get right down to it. Miami out of the gate. Tennessee is just as bad as you're going to get in the SEC just about uh, if you're not named Arkansas. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. And that front for Auburn is a legitimate NFL front. They're big. Yep. They're nasty. Yep. you They are extremely hard to move. So you know Trask, I think, is going to have to make some plays down the field. I just don't know if he's going to have time to do it. Um, you know the 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 one thing that's interesting. You mentioned Florida. None of the Florida kids have ever seen Auburn, but Dan Mullen has got a really nice familiarity with Gus Malzahn in that offense because mm-hmm. they played each other for eight years every year while you know while he was over mm-hmm. at Mississippi State. So. Uh, the whole eye candy that, that Auburn likes to use, I think that'll you – know, I think Mullen, having seen it every year, being familiar with it, I think will certainly help him. Uh, but when it really comes down to it, they're going to have to score some points. Uh, I think Auburn has more weapons. It's Listen, it's going to be a crazy environment. Game day there, two top ten teams, I think legitimate top ten. Um, defensive kind of game, but Auburn, I think, more playmakers. If, if Bo Nix can keep his composure – in that environment, and this is going to be a tougher environment that he faced in College Station without question. Uh, I think Auburn can get it done, so I would take the Tigers. Certainly not shocking if Florida wins, but I'm on Auburn on this one.
0: You know, I'm going to put two games at once here, fellas. Let's do. Let's do. Let's throw the locals into the equation this week. Bama, give me 30 seconds on Iowa-Michigan, and then give me 30 seconds on tcu with State, and then, Trent, you be ready because okay. we're, we're up against the clock, boys. How about the locals, Bama?
4: Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not picking Michigan to win a big game until Michigan wins a big game. Uh, I know they, they found, you know, possible. oh, they found something. They was, they played Rutgers last week. Rutgers, <laughs> he doesn't even belong in that conference. Okay. Auburn at four and owner oh a road dog. I think that that's just a reputation game, in my opinion. You know, Stanley versus Patterson, maybe a wash. I don't know. i just, I'm not picking Harbaugh to win a big game until Jim Harbaugh wins a big game. And this is, This is not a huge game on the level of Wisconsin or Ohio State, but it's right underneath it. TCU-Iowa State, I'm pulling a condit on this one. i got no clue where to go (laughs) with this. Uh, The two best teams Iowa State's played, they've lost. Most losses, but lost. Uh, Purdue, I mean, TCU's beaten who? Purdue, Kansas. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Um,
4: Patterson, we know is good at taking away maybe what you do best. We talked about that against Purdue and how he totally shut down Rondell White. I think he's going to have some stuff that might confuse Purdy a little bit tomorrow, but I I got... I really got nowhere to go with this one, so I'm going to take a
0: pass. I agree with your key, Bama. Uh, Patterson's uh, – I, and I believe the guy he's going to look uh, uh, try to shut down is Brock Purdy. Can Purdy overcome his defense? To me, that, yeah. I agree with you. That's the key of the game. How do you see both of them, Trent?
2: Michigan, the thing that concerns me most is what they do on the outside, Peoples Jones, but it's not just him. They, they have a slew of good receivers. Ronnie Bell, a youngster out there, he's out there running. Nico Collins, I mean, they got a lot of good receivers. And as banged up as Iowa is – In that secondary, that's my concern. I think Michigan does get it done in a tight one that comes down to the fourth quarter. On the other side, I just think Iowa State's a lot better than TCU. I haven't been impressed. That win a couple weeks ago against Purdue for TCU obviously doesn't look nearly as good as it did at the time. I'm not a big believer in this TCU team as they're currently constructed. I think Iowa State wins handily. I think they win by a couple of scores. I think they win this game 10-14 right in that range. I really like Iowa State this weekend. Works for me. We shall see. Trent, let's stay with you. Let's stay in the Big Ten. Uh, Big Ten East,
0: Michigan State, Ohio State. I know you give Sparty not a chance to win the football game. I don't want to put your words in your mouth. Maybe you do. I know you like the three touchdowns. Or you
2: did. I did. Oh, you've come around? Not yet, but I am second-guessing myself. Isn't it funny how this can happen throughout the week? Bama, do you fall into this (laughs) trap, too? You see the opening lines. You see the games. You're looking ahead. You have a strong opinion. And then as the week progresses, you start to come back the other way. I was all about Sparty Monday, Tuesday. Here we sit on Friday. I might be going Buckeyes by the time this thing kicks off.
4: Well, and I will tell you, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, and I will say that it seems like, at least in my experience, the majority of the time, my initial gut was right. Unless something you know crazy happened during the week, injury, whatever, suspension. Um, that said, I mean, listen, Michigan State is so limited offensively. Um, I mean, you know, the game against Arizona State at home, they've come back, I don't know who they've beat since then, I guess Northwestern uh, on the road and then Indiana. But I've just seen absolutely nothing. You know, the way Ohio State is playing right now with Justin Fields. And, by the way, you want an SEC fan's worst nightmare it's just in, It's Oklahoma and Ohio State in the national championship game with two SEC quarterback <laughs> castoffs. Could
0: happen, but too, that, Bama.
4: It could happen, yep. but we're a long way from that. That being said, I'm all over the Buckeyes. Give me, you know, I'll lay three touchdowns. I'll lay the 21-and-a-half, whatever. I know Michigan State has a propensity sometimes in this spot, but nothing I have seen from them offensively says they can even remotely come close to keeping up with Ohio State. And the points I think they're going to put
0: up, uh, Bama. Let's stick with you. Our final uh, game. We got uh, two minutes left here, boys. Pac-12. You know this was going to be a hell of a game. Cal versus Oregon for I mean, for probably for the North, right? Since Cal's got that win over Washington, um, man. But Garbers got hurt last week. This isn't the yeah. same Cal team. I think Oregon might make this one. It might get away uh, on the Golden Bears, Bama. Do you see it that way? Especially now that uh, Garbers is out.
4: I do. I love Cal's defense. I watched a lot of that Arizona State game while I was laid up. Um, you know, late late that night, and their their defense is legit. But the bottom line, again, we talk about quarterbacks all the time. You got Devin Monster making his first start on the road against Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Give me Justin Herbert and the <laughs> Ducks. And I agree with you. I think they probably, under ordinary circumstances, I wouldn't. There's no way in hell I'd, I'd lay eighteen. And if if Garbers wasn't hurt, it probably wouldn't be 18. But in this situation, I, I don't know. I just I, – I certainly got Oregon to win the game comfortably. I don't know if they'll cover the 18 or whatever it is. But uh, give me the Ducks.
0: Uh, Trent's giving me the I have no opinion, so nah. let's move on since we're short on time. Uh,
2: Trent, we'll start with you. Your sneaky good game of the week is? It is uh, staying in the Pac-12. It is late in the evening. Now, good luck being able to find this as it's on Pac-12 uh, Network. No. you got to talk to Bam and figure out how he does those illegal streams. But, hmm. uh, Bam, uh, I love Oregon State-UCLA. You're what? going to see points up and down the field. This is going to be an entertaining game. Not a great game. Okay. Not two good teams, but an entertaining one an opinion coming up when I do we do our picks oh, a little later. interesting. Bama, what's your sneaky game of the week?
4: I don't know how good the game's going to be, Ken, but you know me in the military academy. You mm, saw that one. Against Navy, yep. 230 CBS. The problem is it's opposite Florida-Auburn, so not a lot of people mm. are going to see it. I probably won't see very much of it, but any time these service academies play, I just I, I got to give them a shout-out. Uh, I don't know how, again, not sure how good the game will be, but, my God, you just you, when you put it all in perspective, you just you have to admire what these guys do no, every time they take the field.
0: No doubt about it. For me, uh, it's the one I've been talking about all week, Trent. It's a Big Ten West tilt to me. <laughs> so Northwestern Nebraska is huge. Yeah,
4: I knew you were going there. It's absolutely huge. Both of
0: them <laughs> need this in the worst way. Bama, we're out of time, brother. Good to have you back. Um, Get through the weekend. We'll talk Monday at eleven o'clock. We'll recap what we just talked about and what we will see unfold starting tonight and then into tomorrow. Thank you, Bama Bob. Great as always.
4: Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Enjoy as always. Enjoy the weekend. All
0: right, buddy. Take care. Bama Bob joining us. You can follow him on Twitter at Bama Bob. At Bama Bob is uh, his Twitter handle. All right, Trent. Phone lines are wide open. Two eight four five nine six six. It's your opportunity to win some Claxons Barbecue. We've got a four-pack of games and a tiebreaker. If uh, you get the most games right, we're going to give you a $35 gift certificate from Claxons. The runner-up will get 25 Claxons Barbecue, 3131 31 8th Street, Southwest in Altoona. I believe that's where I'm having dinner tonight. Ooh.
2: Well, I'm not eating there, but I'm picking food. Of course not. T- t- and then you'll reheat it later like a weirdo. But, yeah, about 10 o'clock. So you get the food... Yep. You take it home. You put it in the fridge. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then you reheat it. Mm-hmm. And as then do as the opposed same tomorrow. to having
0: fresh yeah, right, right out of way. the oven. Uh, I'm good with it. You're such it, a good It goofball. works for me. Uh, Klaxon's giveaway next. Got to remind you again, folks, if you uh, want to see Penn State and Iowa, it's really simple. Uh, we've got two tickets to, weigh, uh, to give away. They're in the end zone, section 211. Um, just go to kxno.com, click on the contest tab. It's total points in tomorrow's Michigan-Iowa game, closest without going over. If you're the only one that has this correct score, you'll get the two tickets. If indeed there's a couple of you, we're going to go to the tiebreaker, which is the other question that's part of this two-question contest. Simple as that. Um, your opportunity to win tickets to see michigan Michigan to see P- Iowa Penn State at KXNO.com. Barbecue giveaway from Claxon's next. Our pick still to come. It's 1460. Sports radio in Iowa starts and ends right here. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Hi, right, welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, Claxon's Barbecue momentarily. Trent and my picks still to come. You were 4-1 last Yeah, week. I got the T box. You do have the T box yet again. You're off to a really good start in the contest. We'll give you our five-pack of picks coming up uh, here, oh, in about five minutes or so. But Claxon's is in the spotlight right now. We're going to give you a chance, four of you, Matt, Shane, Ronnie, and Jeff, in that order. If you get the most right, we'll give you a $35 gift certificate. To get from Claxon's the runner-up gets 25 uh, you know how the, you know, the drill will give you four games the point spread is included Matt is first up hey Matt welcome to the program how are you I'm doing well how's it going good thank you uh, the Chiefs are an 11.5 point favorite over the Colts on Sunday night how do you see that one uh, Chiefs Dallas a 3.5 point favorite at home versus the Packers Packers Iowa State gives three and a half to the Purple Frogs. Uh, TCU. TCU for you. Michigan is a three and a half point favorite over the Hawks. Uh, The Hawks. And here's the tiebreaker. Closest without going over. Kurt Cousins passing yards. Two. (laughs) That's the interception. (laughs) Against the Giants. Kurt Cousins totally passing yards. uh, Closest without going over, Matt.
2: Ooh. 167. Have a good weekend, Matt. Thank you. If it's 167 against the Vikings oh. or
0: against the Giants, D, oh boy. Vikings fans will be, well, they already are upset. They'll be apoplectic. Hey, Shane, what's new with Whoa, what's new with you, Shane? How are you? Oh, not not too bad. Enjoying the day so far. Good stuff. Uh, let's do this. The Chiefs are 11.5 over the Colts on Sunday night.
1: Uh, Let's do the Chiefs.
0: The Packers, three-and-a-half point favorite over the the, uh, Cowboys, a a three-and-a-half point favorite over the Packers.
1: Uh, Packers.
0: Iowa State's a a three-and-a-half point favorite over TCU. Let's do Iowa State. Michigan, a a three-and-a-half point favorite over the Hawkeyes. Michigan. Total points. This is closest without going over. Tiebreaker. Kurt Cousins, total passing yards. Two hundred and eleven. Two hundred and eleven. Shane, you have a good weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Ronnie is with Miller and Condon. Hey, Ronnie. Hello. Uh, The Chiefs are eleven and a half point favorite over the uh, Indianapolis Colts on Sunday Night Football.
4: Indianapolis.
0: Dallas, three and a half over the Packers. Cowboys. Cyclones, three and a half over TCU. Cyclones. Michigan, three and a half over the Hawks. Michigan. Kurt Cousins, total passing yards, closest without going over, Ronnie. 155. 155. Thank you, Ronnie. You have a good Next. weekend. Not a lot of Kurt Cousins love this week. How can there be? Oh, man. This, I, I, I don't know why There's this is tickling. <laughs> oh. I know why. You're a Bears fan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeff wraps up Claxons. Jeff, how's things? I'm doing good. Good. Uh, the Chiefs are 11.5 point favorite over the Colts. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to
1: take Indy to cover
0: that. Indy to cover uh Dallas three and a half over Green Bay I'll take the Cowboys uh cyclones three and a half over TCU mm, Iowa State Michigan three and a half uh three and a half over Iowa uh
4: let's go with Iowa
0: and Kurt Cousins total passing yards closest without going over as the tiebreaker yeah. Jeff
4: I think he's going to have a personal record of about
0: 265. 265, a big day in NJ. <laughs> Jeff, you have a good weekend. Thank you. You, you too, thank you. Thank you. Jeff uh, wraps it up, and we appreciate Claxons for making it possible for us to do this about this time each and every Friday. Sure, a whole lot easier finding uh, games, right, yes. in football season.
2: Summertime can be a little lean oh, at really? times. The Giants, 25th in the league in yards allowed through the air per game. Oh, if he doesn't hit three on D. Don't you think he's going to be looking I, for games? I, really I, I do, really too. And I, I think, I don't have a part of my picks, but I think I am going to be on the Vikings this weekend. Turmoil in the NFL, it seems like teams bounce back. Mm-hmm. That's true. In a big, big way. Yeah. In fact, I might be crossing off a game here. <laughs> well, well you, I got the tee box, so I got to go, do you better have it ready because it's your uptrend. All Bob. right, here we go. Four and one last week. There is only one way to improve, and that is to have a perfect slate. We will try to do that here in... The 6th week of college football. Week 5 of the NFL. We start first with the college game. And a few different games that really jump off the page here to me. We start first right here in our state. I talked about a little bit earlier. I love the Clones this week. Speaking of bounce back after that disappointing effort for three quarters against Baylor. I think they come out. They're a better team than TCU. They cover the three and a half. They do so handily. Sloppy conditions. Offensive line comes together, maybe find a running game too. I'm gonna to lay the three and a half with the Cyclones. Game number two, it's a game I'm gonna be playing on the money line. SMU is ranked for the first time since the death penalty. Now they got Tulsa coming into town. One thing about the Golden Hurricane, they can score. Can they score enough to win this game? I don't think so, but it's been a big week down in Dallas around that SMU program, and with it, I think Tulsa at least keeps this one a little bit snug. Grab the 13-and-a-hook with Tulsa, pick number two. From the college game, we jump over and we get into the pros. Let's do it. First, with your team, Ken Miller, they're in... C- in No, they're not in San Diego. They're in L.A. They are. To take on the Chargers. The Chargers, a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Something stinks. This should be the a The Denver Broncos stink. They do. And I'm going to grab that stinky Bronco team. Give really? me Denver, plus six-and-a-half... Something off about this line. The public is all on the Chargers, yet the point spread refuses to go up to that seven. I'm not buying it. I'm going to grab the Broncos and the six and a half. Pick number two in the NFL, Kansas City, Indianapolis. Our contestants just picked this one. I'm going to do the same. Kansas City escaped with the victory, but it's two straight weeks where they had to do just that. The Colts are coming in none too pleased about their performance last week against Oakland. I think this team is too good. The offensive line is excellent. The defense is solid. I think they play well in Kansas City and certainly keep it within that number, liking the Colts a lot this weekend, plus the 11-and-a-half. We finish up with my best bet for the week. I'm going back to the college game for it. I told you my sneaky good game is the game I'm picking. Oregon State, plus six at UCLA. Oregon State's a better football team right now. They can score... This is going to be up and down the field, 67s a total. Maybe take a look at that one, too. I think it's going to be entertaining. I think the Beavers are going to win it outright. I certainly Mm. will grab the six with my best bet this week. So I got Oregon State plus the six, the two NFL picks this week. The Colts plus 11.5, Broncos plus 6.5, Iowa State minus 3.5, and Tulsa plus 13 and a hook. All right, Trent Condon,
0: you're coming off a of four and one week. I was three and two last week, but on the plus side of things, let's see if we can steep go- keep that going. I'll start first in the college ranks. We've been talking about this point spread uh, all uh, well for the most part all week long. Uh, Texas is only an eleven, a ten and a half point favorite over West Virginia. I thought it'd be at least two touchdowns. I don't get it. Yesterday it was eleven and a half. It dropped a point today. Hmm. Bookmakers are trying to get you to take Texas. Well, I'm in. 10.5. Give me Texas over West Virginia, pick number one. Pick number two, I'm going to go to the Pac 12, Stanford. Costello is, I don't think he's going to play, right? Has he been ruled out? Um, not good for Stanford. Washington may be the best team in the Pac 12. The number has skyrocketed, but you know what? I'm still going to play it. It's up to 16.5. I'll take the Huskies, lay the 16.5 over Stanford, pick number two. As I move to the NFL, this was the best rivalry in the NFL since the turn of the century. The Ravens and the Steelers played some classic, hard-hitting football games in the AFC North. Pittsburgh coming off a short week. Baltimore Didn't look bad last week. Haven't looked bad all season, quite honestly. Lamar Jackson's opening some eyes. He's not just a quarterback who can run the ball. He can also chuck it around a little bit. Baltimore's on the road, but I'm only going to have to lay a field goal, and I will. I'll take Baltimore, minus three. Trent, you almost pulled the trigger. I did. I'm taking the Vikings, minus five and a half. I, too, think that they have a bounce back here. Uh, the secondary for the Giants isn't that good. I think Diggs is going to go off. They don't want to lose Stephon Diggs. They've got to make him happy at least for a week. I believe Kirk Cousins and the offense will go out of their way to placate uh, the fifth-round pick for Maryland. Uh, give me the Vikings minus 5.5. I don't know what kind of game Cousins has. You know, I think he should I mean if he's not over 200, then Vikings, he really got some problems at the quarterback position. My best bet, I'm going to stay in that division as far as a team in that division. Trent, I love your Bears. Ooh. I do. I love the Bears going across the pond. They did it differently than a lot of teams did. They just landed here, I think within the last, maybe just before we went on the air. They flew late on Thursday. Most teams go over earlier in the week. I don't know if there's a better way to do it. I know the Bears did it the uh, a different way. We'll see. they got too much talent. They've upgraded the quarterback position to Chase Daniel. That defense is salty. And, oh, by the way, Oh, by the way, Khalil Mack, going up against his Raiders, former team. I like that angle as well. Mack, I think, unleashes havoc. And number 52, Can. Give me the Bears. It's my best bet of the week. The Vikings minus 5.5. Baltimore minus 3. The Huskies of Washington lay 16.5. And Texas... Don't get that line. Minus 10 and a half as we bring you our picks
2: for yet another week. Overall, you are 15 and 10. 15 and 10. Best bet, though, 2 and 3. Okay. You, 13, 11, and 1. That's scratching out a living over the 52.4%. That's -hmm. where you have to be to break even, and you're above that 3 and 2 with your best bets. All right, baseball today, do you have an opinion? One
0: game more than the other. Of the four, is there a game that you can bet with more confidence than the other three?
2: Not really. There's nothing that I say I have to jump in here. Cardinals are favored today, by the way, with Flaherty on the mound, mm-hmm. minus 125 Boy, if there. if they go
0: up 2 nothing. does this series get back to it? No, I don't think it does. It won't no. get back to Atlanta.
2: I think because of that, I might have a wager on the Braves. I'm probably okay. going to jump that one. I am going to jump on the Yankees tonight. Maybe it's just hedging my bets a little bit here, but I'll be on the Yankees tonight. Probably on the run line, minus 1.5-2 mm-hmm. to uh, lower what's the, that what's price. What's
0: the total in that run, runs?
2: 8.5. That's low. That's what I thought, too. That, that with Those two out teams? There. Yeah. I might take a fire at the Rays. You're going to get huge money there, plus 220 with the Rays. Glasnow, Verlander. Yep, with Glasnow on the bump. And mm-hmm. Nationals-Dodgers, that's probably of the of the four, the one I have the least amount of opinion on. Kershaw, bad playoff Kershaw yeah, shows up against point. Strasburg. A, may, yeah, all right, I'm on the Nats. You just talked me into it.
0: How about that? Well, I don't have to talk you into having a good weekend, in the audience as well. It's going to be fun. Boy, 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, it is on. Cannot wait for those two, and then I guess probably Florida. Uh, no, it's not. It's uh, it's uh, Northwestern Nebraska for me in the <laughs> afternoon window. You love that game. I do love that game. Devils Jets tonight. I'm glad you asked. Well, you didn't ask. No,
2: you got an opinion? No, I don't.
0: I, uh, my opinion is I hope the Jets win. Uh, Murph and Andy, at two fanatics, are off today, folks. They're off. Uh, Murph and Andy abbreviated. I think they go to three thirty, and then Cardinal baseball. Cardinal Sunday on Who? Who Sunday? See.